celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas. The Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. From the gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf flow, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this almost Friday, Thursday. It is the 19th day of January 2023. We're already 19 days into this new year. Wow. And of course, your date, 119-2023. Coming to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station, home base, Sports Talk, 1400 a.m. And, of course, covering the world on all of our different platforms, websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global. And, of course, your devices, iPhones and Androids with your apps, KSHP radio station app that you stick on and you can listen to us on your device. And, of course, wherever you get your podcasting. Welcome to the show. Looking out the window of the studio, 10 minutes after 7 a.m. Pacific time here, sun is shining, sky is blue. Ground is dry and is cold. C-O-L-D, cold. We are four degrees above freezing right now. A little bit after 7 a.m. 36 degrees right now here in Vegas. We're going to get up to 52, and that's it. The topper is 52. And these are the parameters. The uh, close to lows and the uh, right around freezing in the morning. Getting up to the low 50s in the afternoon for the rest of the weekend. In case you're thinning about coming to Las Vegas over the weekend, that's going to be. So make sure you bring a coat. Of course, there's always fast, firm, and perfect in the race and sports books, where this weekend, of course, they'll be showcasing on the big screens in the sports book the uh, National Football League Divisional Round. And uh, two big games on Saturday, two more big games on Sunday. They're whittling it down to the two that will represent the Super Bowl. And so we got some of that action going on, that's for sure. A lot of proposition bets, too, to this thing. South Point put up a very interesting thing for the uh, the NFL championship, exact outcome. Not the exact score, the exact outcome. For example, the Bengals de- defeating the 49ers or the Bengals defeating the Cowboys or the Cowboys uh, defending the, bagel, the Bengals, etc., there's a, um, a scenario for each one of the remaining teams. So you, whoever you think is going to win one side and the other to get to the Super Bowl and who's going to win that, that proposition is up on the boards at the South Point. For example, let's say you like the Bills defeating the Cowboys. That's 20 to 1 right now, 20 to 1. How about the Cowboys defeating the Bills? That's 22 to 1. So you have uh, that scenario. A lot of good stuff happening. And, of course, remember, one week from Saturday, Gulfstream Park, the championship meet, will have a big day of racing, the Pegasus World Cup. Yep, Pegasus World Cup is coming up one week from Saturday. Interesting thing. On Sunday, between live races, they're going to draw for the Pacific Classic the Saturday after. That's kind of fun, isn't it? They're going to draw for that. Now, uh, in the invitation list, 
Horses include white abario, super carino, carinto, I'm sorry, super carinto, stiletto boy, skippy long stocking, simplification, riding with Biden, proxy, O'Connor, last samurai, hoist the flag, get her number, endorsed, defunded, cyber knife, barber road, and art collector. So that's the invitation, that's the list. And now we wait and uh, see who's going to show up and what the uh, what the draw is. But they're going to do the draw between races on Sunday for the uh, Pegasus World Cup, which happens, of course, one week from Saturday. Don't forget, they got the two undercards, uh, undercard stakes races now, the Pegasus World Cup Turf and the Pegasus World Cup Philly Mare Turf. Each year it seems like they're expanding to one more, almost in the same um, mold as uh, the Breeders' Cup. So that's uh, that's coming up big. Now, as far as this weekend, there is uh, one race that uh, will hold Kentucky Derby leaderboard points, and that is the LeCompte at the fairgrounds for three-year-olds at a mile and 16th. We went through that uh, l- the list of uh, the entries they already drew for that race. For Saturday, amongst uh, six stakes races, the LeCompte, the headliner, and of course they have the Silver Bullet Day too, which is the counterpart for the three-year-old fillies uh, in their quest for not only the Fairgrounds Oaks, but the uh, Kentucky Oaks as well. So he's got some good stuff happening there. Now, as far as the weather around the country for us today, um, up and down the Pacific Coast clear, no California racing, however, today. Uh, Gulf Coast pretty well clear, and the Atlantic Coast clear for the moment because there is a front that's moving through now. Minnesota, Iowa, Wisconsin, the Great Lakes area, all getting snow and rain. And uh, then it moves uh, through Pennsylvania. It's like a swirling comma, an upside-down swirling comma. almost looks like a question mark that goes from Iowa over to the Great Lakes area, and then down through Pennsylvania. West Virginia goes right down to the Gulf Coast, Mississippi, Alabama. So that's what we're dealing with today. I do believe there are no cancellations, though, today so far. So we're in good shape as far as racing is concerned. All righty. By the way, you talk about the uh, uh, Pegasus World Cup coming up a week from Saturday. Don't forget, on the 26th, Thursday, the 26th of January, the Eclipse Awards will be televised, and all of this voting that we've been doing, the Academy Awards for horse racing, the Eclipse Awards, is going to be coming uh, from a place called Breakers in Palm Beach, Florida. But it'll be televised on your um, fan duel, I think, is doing it. So you'll be able to see it as well. All right, today, Beverly Park, the six-year-old now, Iron Horse of America is going to make his first start for 2023. Now, last year, remember, this horse ran almost every weekend. Every week, I should say. Had 15 winners last year. 15 wins out of his starts last year. Now, this Iron Horse has had 47 career starts with a total of 25 career wins overall. And he will start his 2023 campaign in the fifth race today at Charlestown. He is the four to five favorite in a field of eight. He drew post eight in a six and a half furlong Charlestown fifth race. Kind of fun to watch him run. Really an iron horse for us. All righty. Temperatures around the country. You know what it is here. L.A. is going to be 59, Miami 80. Oh, Tommy Masses, you're living large down there right now. He'll be with us in a few moments. New York 44 and uh, raining, they say. You got rain going on in New York, 45 degrees at post time. So we'll wait and see the M and the P horses and all that from Jerry Jackowitz, right? So Tommy will be with us from Gulfstream. Jonathan Ardoon, of course, will be checking in with us and his soapbox. John Lendo, who has a Gulfstream Park Lindo report for today, will be with us. And, of course, Jerry Jackowitz with his uh, aqueduct selections. So we got a lot of good stuff going on. And I think time to go to our first break of the day for this 
almost Friday, Thursday, race day, Las Vegas radio program. Oh, man. I walked out in my driveway today to get my car, and I saw my breath freezing. Stay warm. Get that uh, nice hot cup of coffee or cocoa going, and we will be right back. Don't go away. Bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from drf.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the race day las vegas show Alrighty. well you know how uh traditionally throughout the year you know there are some stakes races that just don't change for example uh, derby first saturday in may you know that that ain't gonna change except for covid when they you know juggle it with a lockdown. But normally, it's the first Saturday in May, and of course, two weeks later comes the Preakness, three weeks later comes the Belmont, right? But the uh, New York Racing Association, and you remember that the Met Mile was always on Labor Day. They changed that now. And the NYRA continues to adjust the stake schedule uh, for this year at Belmont. They, uh, they lowered the purse value in four grade one races, but they'd been tweaking other things, calendar placement, elimina- elimination of five stakes races they used to have, etc. So they put out the list yesterday, a total of 54 stakes worth $15.575 million in purses for the 40-day meet that starts on May 4th and goes through July 9th at Belmont. Now, last year there were 59 stakes, so they knocked off, uh, they knocked off five stakes races. And uh, Belmont Derby, Belmont Oaks got uh, dropped a little. But uh, the uh, Brooklyn, Belmont Gold Cup, Man of War, Better Roses, they all took $100,000 in cut in purses. I thought they were doing good over there with their uh, handling all that. But uh, maybe they're beefing it up for Saratoga. In any case, uh it's no longer, no longer, except for very few races, do you know that on that day every year, that's, that race is going to be run. You just don't know. But uh, we'll be there. Yesterday, Gulfstream Park, Luis Saez had a couple of winners. Junior Alvarado is sitting on a milestone now. You ready? He had two wins yesterday at the track, won the first race with a 1960 winner. Then came back and won the eighth race with a 13-20 winner. And those two winners on the day gave him 1,999 career starts. Career wins, I should say, out of his starts. 1,999 career wins with those two yesterday. So if he pops today at Gulfstream, it'll be his 2,000th career win. Alvarado sitting on 1,999. He's going to party like it was 1999. So keep that in mind when you're betting or seeing the horses that Alvarado's riding today at Gulfstream. Uh, pick six, very formful. $266.68 was the payoff for the uh, the 20-cent version there in the jackpot. So you know a bunch of people had it. But if you hit the pick six today 
and you're a single ticket, they're going to give you 450 grand. Now, the money, the actual cash in the jackpot, 310,000 and change. But if you pop it, 450, okay? And uh, let's see, Tommy Massas had a third place finisher at Gulfstream with his selection yesterday. So we will wait and see. We got uh, Gulfstream and Aqua coming up with uh, some selections. So let's get started with the menu of racetracks today in your race book simulcast centers and racing around the country, phone apps, cable TV networks, your devices. Boy, we can get racing a whole lot of ways these days, right? Way, way far cry from the old days when you had to wait outside the gate for them to open the gate so you can bet the ninth race. Remember that? And you had to wait, what, 15 minutes to get race results on the phone? 900 line? Remember that? Not anymore. Now it's everything's instant. All right, here's the menu. First post times are Pacific. We are in the Pacific time zone. We are race day Las Vegas, and therefore these will be the first post times that roll out in our race books here in Las Vegas today. Now, if you happen to be listening here, where we emanate and originate this, at Sports Talk 1400 AM, no problem. These will be your first post times. However, if you're listening on the... The bevy of platforms we have that we deliver this uh, show to you each and every day to all the corners of the world. We know there's lots of peeps out there that are not in the Pacific time zone. And so we remind you to adjust to the Pacific time zone from wherever you're at so you don't miss anything like I miss mom and dad. Okay? All righty. Here we go. We start with Gulfstream Park again. The pick six. Cash in the jackpot, 310894 And a first post time for nine races today, Gulfstream at 9.10, 9.10 a.m. Pacific time. Then we get the Mahoning Valley race course. They have eight races. Their first post time is 9.45. And their pick six jackpot carryover is $29,098. 9.45 first post Mahoning. All right, following that comes Aqueduct. The big A in New York. Raining, 45 degrees. The track labeled will start out as good, depending on the rain. But right now, it's starting out as good at Aqueduct today. No carryover in the pick six. So you have eight races and a first post time of 9.50. 9.50 first post at Aqueduct today for their eight-race card. Fairgrounds is next. Nolens. Fairgrounds. Eight races today at the fairgrounds, and a first post time uh, there at, uh, here I should say, Pacific time, 11.15. 11.15, first post at the fairgrounds today for eight races. We come then to Turf Paradise, and again they're posting, now Turf Paradise is posting that they'll be canceled on uh, Saturday, the 21st. All right, they still have that cancellation posted on Equibase for the 21st, says man- management decision. However, they did draw for the stakes races there that are scheduled this weekend, so we'll wait and see. Anyhow, they're running today, we think. They haven't posted anything other than running today. So Turf Paradise, first post time is 11.25. First race is a quarter horse race. Second race is a quarter horse race. Then races three through eight are thoroughbreds. First post time for the eight race card at Turf Paradise set at 11.25 Pacific. Delta Downs is next. Nine races at Delta. And a first post time there of uh, 2.50. 2.50 first post at Delta Downs. Following that comes Turfway Park. Eight races, just eight today at Turfway Park. Their pick six jackpot carryover. Stands now at thirteen thousand six hundred and thirty-five bucks. Okay. By the way, uh, Turf Paradise does have a pick six jackpot. Failed to mention that. That jackpot six thousand nine hundred and eighteen dollars at Turf Paradise. Now Turfway Park pick six jackpot carryover again thirteen thousand six thirty-five, and they have a small super high five, a regular super high five carryover from yesterday of one thousand one hundred seventy-four dollars. All of that, eight races, first post time, Turfway Park at 2.55. Penn National is next. Only seven races today at Penn Nat. And a first post time at Penn National today at 3 p.m. And then we wind it up at uh, Charlestown. 
Remember, Beverly Park goes in the fifth race tonight at Charlestown. First race post time is 4 p.m. at Charlestown with a pick six jackpot carryover of $7,819. Wonder if Beverly Park could be your singleton in that pick six today. That in the fifth race, Beverly Park. First post time, 4 p.m. at Charlestown. All righty. And that is uh, the uh, menu of racetracks available today. All righty. Uh, we're going to go to Tommy Masses first and then get uh, Jonathan Hardoon on. Tommy, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. Good morning, everyone. Well, we know the weather is nice there. Uh, and Junior Alvarado, I guess, is going to have a big to-do in the winter circle if he gets to win 2,000 today. And uh, it seems like the racing is going pretty good over there. Uh, you know, I I like it. I, I like I like the difficulties that people complain about. So I like a challenge, and now if only I could pick a winner. <laughs> yeah, the challenge now is picking a winner, right? You got nine races got that, today, and it looks like a pretty competitive card too. Yeah, you got a mixed bag of everything and anything you can think of today. You know, you got first time starters, you got turf, tapita, dirt. So. Well, the one thing you don't have today is Irad Ortiz Jr. He's sitting out one day left on a three-day uh, suspension. He's going to do it today. So uh, he won't be a factor for you, but I guess Brother Jose will. Yeah, well, I can handle one Ortiz at a time, and that's about <laughs> it. <laughs> All right. Anyhow, what you got up uh, for today? What's going on? Uh, I'm going to start off in race two. Uh, I don't like betting low prices, and for me, nine to two is a low price. I like number one. I'm going to key this horse in the early pick four or five. Number one, Passagera. It's had two sprints, stretching out, uh, dropping, gets Lasix. I'm pretty sure the horse is bred to go long. Uh, Noble Bird, the sire is out of Birdstone. The dam, is, dam sire is Strut the Stage, who was a real nice horse that ran all day in Canada for Samson Farm years ago. Uh-huh. So I'm going to take a shot on Passagera. All right. Now, in the second race, Passagera is 9-2. to two. I know that's a little light for you. However, uh, you might hold that price and maybe even bump up a little bit because uh, Black Ice is the big 6-5 to five morning line favorite in there, and you got a 7-2 to two shot as well in that race. Yeah, but, you know, I'll tell you one thing. When I'm, you know, if I'm singling the pick four, let's just say in that race, uh-huh. I'd like to see Black Ice at 7-1. to one. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, <laughs> in other words, bet, bet on the board. I wouldn't mind being the favorite in that race. I, that would tell me a lot. <laughs> uh, as far as uh, the race over race uh, selections, uh, you know, like a pick four. Yeah, or pick well, five, Black yeah. Ice is like being really, com- you know, the horse has been competitive for twenty five and uh, now goes in for twelve fifty. I'm just hoping, you know, he's on the way down. So the maiden claimers at Gulfstream go down to twelve five. Yes, sir. Okay. In the uh, second race, then, number one, Passagera, the one, is Tommy's first pick. Sonny Leone, famous for winning the Kentucky Derby this year, is the rider. All right, what else? Let me just give me a second. By the way. I... Yeah, I li- in race eight, uh, I like uh, chess. Chess Master. I'm just getting there to get the number, so. I'll got it for you. Chess Master in the eighth race is the four horse. Yes, sir. Yes, I really like this horse. Uh, you know, you can really just throw out the last two races, and this horse is back to doing what it loves to do, you know, sprinting on the grass. And uh-huh. there's back races in on this horse's card that would make them one to nine in here. So hopefully this price holds off. I think. We should get five, six to one at least, but I'm going to take a big shot on Chess Master, and I'm going to box with Agent Peter Graves, who got in a lot of trouble last time. Our Agent Peter Graves is the six horse. So in this race, you like the four Chess Master at fifteen to one on the morning line to the uh, five to two favorite in there, Agent Peter Graves, which is Jose. I'm sorry, which is Junior Alvarado's uh, ride yes. there. So that might be 2000 uh, for Junior if he doesn't get it earlier. So in the eighth race, you'd like the four. Jose Ferrar is the rider. He's got to be in his 50s, doesn't he? If not 60s, for crying out loud, he's been around for a long time. 
Yeah, so am I, though, and I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's put it this way. Um, he's still riding, which says a lot for his uh, physical abilities, that's for sure. So in the eighth race, you like the four with the six in an exact uh, uh, combination. All right, anything else? Yeah, I don't know who this trainer is, Carrie Raven. I'm, I'm assuming a Tampa trainer or a uh-huh. Canterbury trainer, but, you know. Okay. But, he, you know, and Jose, Jose Ferrer, I can remember, you know, basically 20 years old, yeah. betting on Calder, and he was there. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, he's been around a long time. Uh, okay, so anything else? Uh, we'll let you go. No, that's about it. All right. All right. Thanks a lot, Good Tommy. Appre- appreciate that. We'll talk to you next week then. You got it. Thank you, Ralph. All right. You got it, my man. Now we're going to go to Jonathan Hardoon standing by. Jonathan, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How are you? I'm doing fine. How are you? Good, thank you. Jose uh, Ferrer is 58 years old. 58. Well, I was pretty close yep. then. He's been riding a long time, right? I mean, you remember him. Yeah, he was married to uh, some female jock. I can't remember her name from Florida many years ago. And I guess... They're no longer married. Um, can't remember her name, but I will. Okay. Anyway. Anywho, <laughs> so much for that. Uh, they're going to draw the uh, Pegasus World Cup. They're going to do something fun, I guess. They're going to do it between live races on Sunday? Is that the way they're going to do it? Yeah. That's Sounds what, good to me. That's what their press release said. They're going to do it for live racing on Sunday. So that's going to be kind of fun, that's for sure. And... Um, uh, what do you uh, what do you think uh, about the Gulfstream racing right now? Good competitive stuff uh, on uh, its usual standard for the championship meet. Not really, Ralph. I mean, this is oh. supposed to be their championship meet. They're uh-huh. still running too many races on Tapita, and they have a lot of cheap races on on weekends. They seem to stack it up. Oh, I see. You know, and give you the best stuff they have during the week. Not so much. You know, it did did surprise me when Tommy went to the second race and said it was a maiden claimer for twelve thousand five hundred. I, I don't remember them ever being maiden claimers that cheap in a place like Gulfstream or Santa Anita. Exactly, and they're on Tapita also, so good luck. You know? <laughs> okay, you you are not a Tapita fan, I take it. <laughs> well, By the way, one of my radio plays today is going to be on a Tapita because uh, Tommy and I actually landed on two of the same races, so okay. I'll find a different race, and that's what I did. Okay, all right. I'm going to uh, I'm going to step out a little and and say in my prediction that. The, the the second of the two races that Tommy selected, the eighth race there, you probably like the horse that he's going to put in the exact of their agent, Peter Graves, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, that horse looked tough to me in that spot, but I did like his horse in the second race stretching out at 9-2. to two. I mean, to me, 9-2 to two is a good price if you can get it. Yeah, Passagero. So we got, uh, we got uh, you know, those two could be uh, solid picks. But uh, we'll, we'll get yours in just a minute. It's it's raining at Aqueduct, though, right? So you got rain at Aqueduct with no all-weather track, and you got an all-weather track at Gulfstream with 80 degrees weather <laughs> for today. So Things seem kind of messed up. By the way, Jose Ferrer was married to Rosie Holmeister Jr. Oh, my goodness. Rosie Holmeister. I, I remember her. Yeah. Yeah, she rode in Florida for many, many years. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. That's for sure. All righty. Well, we don't, miss we don't miss anything on this show, Ralph. All right. Now let me let me ask you this: your 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 drathers, when they make the draw for the Pegasus World Cup, what post position do you want for Cyberknife? Anywhere from one through six, I'd be very happy. So the inside. <laughs> you never want to draw outside at that track. Yeah. yeah. So the inside, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh, we'll uh, get our. Cyberknife post 14, then you'll hear a clump. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we uh, will uh, we'll not get that. Yeah, mile and one-eighth on that track. You do not want to draw the outside. <clears throat> okay, let's get to work. Okay, let's go to Aqueduct first, Ralph. And by the way, like you said, it, it started raining about 10 o'clock this morning. Nothing heavy. The track is sealed, but it's a steady rain. So okay. as the day goes on and as they race over it, I guess it's going to get wetter. Anyway, if you look at the seventh race today, it's seven furlongs on the main track. And I love the number eight horse in here, St. Tappet. This is a four-year-old originally from the Todd Pletcher barn. 
Ralph DeSource has five races, mm-hmm. three of them with Lasix. Any one of those three races win this race today. Two races without Lasix. Well, he goes back on Lasix uh, today. Jose Lascano aboard to ride eight, uh, four to one on the morning line. Number eight, St. Tappet is a single for your pick five, pick six players in the seventh race today. And the Tappet offspring, uh, offspring uh, does uh, rather well on off tracks too, right? Especially if they could breathe. Yes, yeah. he's one for two over a wet track, and one of the two losses was with that. Lasix. Without so, Lasix. so we put the right combination together, and it looks like he's a good, solid four-to-one bet there in the seventh race. The eight Saint Tappet, the eight in the seventh. Jonathan Ardoon's singleton for the uh, late uh, pick four, late pick five, pick six, late double, late pick three, all that good stuff. All right. What are we doing at uh, Golf Street? Yeah. Also in race five, we're going to look at the uh, fifth race today, a mile and a 16th on Tapita. Mm-hmm. And I like the number five horse in here, Moon Over Montana. This is a nine-year-old from the Martin Drexler barn. And every single day, Ralph, this trainer seems to beat me with a shipper from Woodbine. I said, you know what? Enough. This guy's good. Uh, if you can't beat him, you might as well join him. And that's going to be the case. I like number five, Moon Over Montana. In the fifth race today at Gulfstream, uh, Louis Saez climbs aboard. I like the rider switch. I like the 8-1 to one on the morning line. Number five, Moon over Montana wins today's fifth race out at Gulfstream. All right. So in Miami, and I remember, was it, uh, saying Moon over <laughs> Miami? In Miami, we got the Moon yeah. over Montana. So Montana. In, the f- in the fifth race, number five, easy to remember, five in the fifth race, Moon over Montana. And, of course, that uh, will uh, wrap up the early pick four and early pick five. And uh, Luis Saez has taken on the Ortiz brothers over there. He's doing a good job, right? He's right up on the leaderboard, isn't he? Well, he's a terrific rider. A yeah. couple of years ago, he won the Saratoga meet. Not an easy thing to do when you got both Ortiz brothers who are riding for Chad Brown and Pletcher majority of the races. Yeah. And he was able to pull it off. So he's obviously a very, very good rider. By the way, Ralph, those who are uh, handicapping um, Saturday in Louisiana, mm-hmm. where they'll be running the LeConte, I heard it's going to be horrible, horrible weather. They're expecting a uh, washout. So be oh prepared to handicap for a wet track. Handicap for a wet track and hope the washout isn't so bad that they cancel the races, right? Yeah, well, it's LeConte day, so hopefully they run the race. Yeah, that'd be nice. Anyhow, that's for Saturday, which ain't too far away. But for today, we're going to no. try to, try to you know, uh, get some winners out of Gulfstream Park where the weather is just fine. Thank you. All right. Thanks a lot, uh, Jonathan. Again, full sheets for Gulfstream and Aqueduct today, right? Yes, sir. We will talk tomorrow morning. Thanks, Ralphie. Stay safe and be well. All right. You got it, my man. Jonathan uh, Hardoon, glad to see he's uh, feeling better. And John Lindo, who has a Lindo report for Gulfstream, comes up next. Don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Right, back on race day Las Vegas time to go out to uh, John Lindo standing by in Southern California John uh, how's the weather there my man oh well let me punch him up for goodness sakes 
Take two. How's the Net- weather? <laughs> oh, you found me. I'm, everything's great out here. It's sunny and clear. It's a little cool this morning, but uh, yeah. no rain coming in schedule for this weekend, so we should be good to go when racing resumes at Santa Anita tomorrow. All right. Well, uh, I guess um, Pegasus World Cup, uh, two-time winner, and uh, looking to go for three, uh, is not going to be in the race. The uh, Oh, Colonel Liam. Yeah, the turf horse. Yeah, Colonel Liam has been retired. Uh, he was going for, of course, the uh, uh, the Pegasus World Cup turf. Um, I guess he's been retired, and he won't go for a uh, third one. He was a two-time winner. He's going for the three straight. He won the last two. Trainer Todd Pletcher said the six-year-old uh, son of Liam's map has been retired, and he's going to go out and uh, go to be a stallion now. So it's kind of... Yeah, and we got, you know, we kind of overshadowed because we talk so much about the Pegasus World Cup proper that we don't take, talk about the Pegasus World Cup uh, turf or the Philly Mare turf either. So it's going to be a big day there next Saturday. Yeah, you know, they've been you know, a little bit quiet as far as the major stakes races uh, this week and last week at Gulfstream because uh-huh. of that. They'll have a huge card on the 28th. But, yeah, Colonel Liam was prepping for the uh, World Cup turf in the Fort Lauderdale earlier uh, in the meet, and he just didn't fire. He ran a really no. flat race, so uh, that must be the reason why Alan, he's going to go make babies now. Yeah, and uh, well, he earned more than $1.8 million with winning those two a couple of times and all that good stuff. So, uh, yeah, let's uh, go and make uh, little Liam's, uh, that's for sure. Talking about stakes races in light of that, well, they tried to get the Sunshine Classic to go there, but n- nobody showed up. Right. I think there was uh, just uh, two or three entries, and so they've canceled the race. They were supposed to run this Saturday. Yeah. Uh, they'll just have one feature. They were supposed to have a couple of stakes races, just one stakes on Saturday, uh-huh. and uh, they'll just bypass that. They won't bring it back. All right. So Irad had a three-day suspension, but he served two days. Uh, do they now that you get a suspension and you can select the days you want to take him? No, no, no. He's in the middle of a three-day suspension. Today is the third day of it, so oh, he'll okay. sit out today. Uh, it, it started Saturday, uh, Saturday, Sunday. He'll okay. serve today, right. and he'll be back tomorrow. All right, good enough. How, what about that jock standings there at Gulfstream, which you usually do on the first day of the week when you're uh, doing a sheet for a particular racetrack? Well, during the time off, Luis Sayas has caught up. So Irad Ortiz and Luis Sayas, they're tied for leading jockey going into today. They've uh-huh. got 21 wins. Okay. And Jose, Jose Ortiz is third with 17. Huh. And then as far as the uh, trainers go, you've got uh, Safi Joseph remains on top. He's got 10 wins. You've got Todd Fletcher with eight. And Antonio Sano having a good meet. He's got seven winners. Oh, wow. Good. Antonio Sano trying to get in there. What about the favorites? Favorites are still at the normal, uh, right around 35% for the meet. All right, and we're uh, all waiting for Junior Alvarado to get a win today to get reach 2,000, huh? Yeah, I'd love to see it. I'd like to see him get that win with uh, Bill Mott. Bill Mott has been his guy yeah. for many, many years, and uh, it would be terrific if he got a milestone riding for Bill Mott. wonder if he's uh, scaling out of his horses today. I know that uh, Junior, I think it's uh, started on today's racing card in the uh, third race aboard uh, Red, Wind, Red Wind, so we'll wait and see there. Yeah, I didn't see any any horses trained by Mott, by Bill Mott in today. So he, if he does it today, it won't be for for Billy Mott. Yeah, but Mott has been a, a, a great supporter to uh, Junior, and Junior's a solid rider. Oh, he's been been good, especially on the grass. Yeah, he, he's very consistent. Uh, he goes up to New York during the summer times. He comes back down to Florida, and uh, he's got a steady base of clients. And he, he grinds out win after you know. Give him the best horse. I have no problem going to the windows. With uh, with Alvarado. Yeah, me neither. Uh, John, um, uh, what's going on in Southern California? Anything we should know? Uh, as far as the weather's good, uh, we're back on the grass tomorrow. Uh, we've got a 10-race card on Saturday. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll fill in a race or two here and there due to the cancellation. So we'll have a noon start time on Saturday, a little bit earlier because they added an extra race. Okay, and uh, well, the days are getting a bit longer now, right? We passed the uh, the uh, shortest uh, daylight day of the year in December, so it's going to get a little bit uh, warmer each and every day. And thank goodness that uh, it is predicted to have nice weather this weekend in Southern California. You guys have been really getting slammed. 
Yeah, I think there's been over 13 inches of rain at Santa Anita during the meet, so that, uh, nearly 14 inches. That, that's a lot for us out here. So uh, yeah, a little sunshine here to dry it out won't hurt us one bit. Do you ever think that we'll get back to the old days where they'll race on muddy tracks and, and off tracks? Because it seems like as soon as a drop of rain or something gets on either the turf, certainly, or the main track, when it gets to be, uh, you know, the rains come in pretty heavy, that they did just decide to cancel the races. No, I, I doubt it. As, as, during that uh, time in 2018, 2019, when we had all those uh, rash of injuries at Santa Anita, the California Horse Racing Board put in a, a bunch of different rules regarding racing conditions where you know, they could cancel races depending on too much wind, how much rain. Wow. You know, all the groups have to sign off that the track is okay to race, including the Jockeys Guild, uh, the the trainers, the, you know, the 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 racetrack. There's like four groups that have to sign off to say okay, and if any one of them have any doubts, they don't race. So there's so much protocol in in just to be able to race on a certain day. That's why that these things are, it's, it's going to be a lot more difficult just to race. And you know, I go back to like the late '70s when Vigers won on a on a wet track Ooh. and stuff, and it was fun to watch some of those races sometimes on a on a surface that wasn't just your normal fast track. And you know, uh, in in the old days, uh, and I know the composition of the uh, mixture of the dirt now has really changed as well. You know, exempt of the uh, all weather tracks, but you know, during my lifetime, you had uh, three different kind of mud marks, and it would be going from, you know, uh, muddy to uh, sloppy to muddy to good and heavy. I remember the heavy racetracks where the track really was, it was a very laboring for horses to run over. So you had different variations of uh, off tracks, but uh, we won't see those mud marks anymore. No, not, not at all. And, and you know, nowadays we go from, you know, fast, and you, if it's uh, sealed and, and raining, it's wet fast. The, the drying out portion becomes good, and then you go right back to fast. That's about the only conditions we have anymore. You know, the wet, fast racetracks, uh, you know, I tend to think sometimes they're as dangerous as any other off-track could be because they, they, they squeegee the dirt so hard that it's like running on a pool table, don't you think? Yeah, that's that's when the track remains sealed and there's just some yeah. standing water on top of it. So, you know, it, it's wet on top, very firm on the bottom. Uh, the good racetracks, there's still some moisture in it, and they'll cut it, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they cut the seal open a little bit, but then they're, they're not going to cut it to the usual depth right. that you have as a, a regular fast dirt track. So those are really what the, they use as the three different types of racetracks they race on now, but you're not going to see a whole lot of racing on the wet, fast tracks. They, they don't want to do that if, yeah. if they can avoid it. Yeah, they used to, and it uh, it provided some crazy fast times, too. Remember that? A lot of track records set <laughs> when that track was sealed. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that's uh, Southern California, however. In New York, they're running on a wet track, and they're going to do it again today, that's for sure. So if you're looking for uh, some breeding for off-going, uh, you might have to look uh, east from California anymore. But uh, you are doing uh, Southeast today because you have a Lindo report that's available right now at the South Point Racebook that covers all the races today at Gulfstream Park, plus, of course, a suggested late pick four and all the goody information that we just provided for them, all on one sheet, one comprehensive sheet, and that is the Lindo report free of charge, exclusively complimentary at the uh, South Point Racebook because they love horse players and they know that if uh, the horse players don't have racing to bet on in Southern California, they'll go somewhere else. And the Lunar Report today is for Gulfstream Park. John, what do you got for us today? I'm, I'm going to do the eighth race as well. But before I do that, just a real quick comment on, on Aqueduct today, Ralph. You know, uh-huh. 64 ha- horses entered in the eighth race card. That's not bad. But looking at the late changes, eight there are eight vet scratches out of 64 horses today at Aqueduct. I don't know if the rules have changed regarding their vet their vet checks or whatever, but that's an awful lot of scratches uh, in, in proportion to the number of horses entered today. Well, there are 11 uh, total scratches on on the card so far at uh, Aqueduct. And you say 11, I mean, 8 of the 11 are veterinarian scratches. So, yeah, I don't know what's going on there, but uh, those are the scratches so far. As a matter of fact, the, the second race that was light to begin with, with the scratch of number one, uh, Valorand, uh, there will be no show, no trifecta, no super wagering in that race. So we'll wait and see. 
All right. Okay, let's go. Yeah, let's go to our play again. I'm going to go to the eighth race. You guys have talked about it a lot, but there's a horse I like in there that uh-huh. hasn't been talked about, and that's number seven. Yes, I am free. This is a horse that loves sprinting on the Gulfstream Park turf. For a turf sprint, this race did not come up with a ton of early speed, and mm-hmm. he's got good tactical speed. He's fresh coming off a short layoff. Good works over the turf at Palm Meadows. I think he falls in a good pressing trip in here. Four to one on the program for a horse dropping out of the stakes races into a good spot. Number seven, yes, I am free. Race number eight today at Gulfstream Park. Well, let's get yes, I am free, home free in the eighth race, the seven, yes, I am free. John Lendo's pick off the Lendo Report. And you and Tommy have given me a uh, Sirocco play. I'm going to do the uh, four seven. As a matter of fact, I'm going to do the four six seven box in that race. You are number seven. The rest, the Lindo report for the rest of the races and all that goody information is suggested late pick four as well for Gulfstream Park. Available right now at the South Point. Hey, thanks a lot, John. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay. Good luck today. Jerry wraps it up. Don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. Well, all right. Now we'll go to Jerry Jackwood standing by. Jerry, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. And uh, I know by uh, looking at the uh, Power Pages today that you have uh, set up the Power Pages for an, a wet racetrack, which is yeah. prevailing at uh, Aqueduct right now. It says rain. They're going to start the track off labeled good, but you have it for wet going, so everything is fine. Yeah. They've and, got, you know, they have a 100% chance of rain all day long, so yeah. we got to assume it's going to get pretty, uh, sloppy. pretty wet. There. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sloppy. All right, and don't forget, folks, uh, along with uh, the stars and the Vs and the pop-out keys and the feature plays, you also have designations for horses that may very well like this type of conditions. They are the M's for mud. The capital M's mean really good for mud. The little M's mean maybe. And certainly the P, same thing. Uh, Big P is a horse that you think is going to have potential in it, and a little P... Uh, maybe not so much. And the P's and the M's are throughout all the racing card today at Aqueduct. And the power pages can be had right now at uh, com for today at Aqueduct. Yeah. You got that almost perfect, Ralph. The M's are horses we know for sure run better on wet tracks. The capital M's. The capital and yeah. the small M. Oh, okay. The small M moves forward one to two lengths, and the big M's move more, for three, four lengths at least. Okay. So... That's the uh, the the P's are potential. So there's there's no maybe in the M's. They definitely run better on wet tracks. At least they have historically. Whether they'll do it today or not is always, you know, that's horse racing. Uh-huh. Well, so now, I'll give you two plays today. Okay, before you do that though, now yeah. uh, we don't. I don't know really what the weather is going to be like on the East Coast this weekend, but right. um, you know. The Giants are going to play the Eagles at home. The Eagles is, oh, yeah. an, is an outdoor stadium. <laughs> so uh, are the Giants an M or a P? They, will they handle it well? Yes, I think they have. The, <laughs> they definitely are a big P. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah I, I, let me give you my football. I have, you know, it's interesting. I spent a lot of time last night thinking about football for whatever crazy reason. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, the Giants actually beat the Eagles last year. So they're, they're not, it's not like they're like in two different classes uh, of, okay. of play. Of course, the Eagles played really fantastic through the beginning of the right. year, and the, the the Giants are getting better now at the end of the year, so I, I do give the Giants a chance. Okay. But my pick this 
My pick, my dog, I only pick dogs, you know that. Yeah. My dog to win is going to be the Bengals, who I actually had the night that DeMar Hamlin got hurt, and okay. we were winning 7-3 when they canceled the game. Right. So and they're I'm going to reissue that play. All right, they're visiting the Bills uh, on uh, right. this weekend in one of the uh, divisional uh, playoffs. That's on uh, Sunday, the uh, early game on Sunday. Okay, right. uh, you got a minute to give me two picks. All right, let's go to the fourth race. This will be a fast little play. Uh-huh. I'm assuming the seven is going to go off at like four to five or three to five, but okay. I'm going to just give you a seven four exact. The real play is actually four seven. So um, keep that in mind. We uh-huh. talked about that earlier this week. If you want to go over it again, we will, but we can't do it today. Okay, uh, Jerry's uh, then exact a box is the four seven in the fourth race. The four seven is an exact a box in the fourth. That's his first play, second play. Go to the seventh race. I really like um, where is it? Napakoff, <clears throat> the six horse um, for Chad Brown. I mean, really, I think he really runs well on a wet track, and uh, he's coming off a fresh. He really ran nicely on November sixth. I think we're going to see him run a little better today now that he's had a little more rest and rehab. Uh, we'll take the six over the one, two, three, and eight. Do our reverses, and we're going to come back and do something extra with the six three three six. All right. Now the ones uh, are an entry. Uh, is it right. specifically one horse, or yes, it, it, would... it, it doesn't really matter. The it's it's Gage Town that we're actually playing. Okay, so that's the one A. But 1A. if he's scratching, going to the lead uh, is going. You're slow. Okay with that? Yeah. We're okay. Going to the lead, so I think scratched already, isn't he? No. Oh, maybe not. No, he's not. Okay, here, real okay. quick. Uh, seventh race, the six over the ones, two, three, and eight, and reverse. Another six, uh, which one is it? Six? Six, three, three, six. Six, three, three, six. And now uh, you you and Jonathan have given me a Sirocco play because Jonathan likes the eight. So in that race, uh, the Sirocco play is the six, eight, exact a box. And if you want to do trifectas, put it with all the other link-ups as well. So, um between uh, you and uh, Jonathan, and I believe uh, John Lendo and uh, Tommy Massis gave me a couple of uh, Sirocco plays for today. One at Gulfstream and one at Aqueduct. Excellent. All right. And don't forget, the Power Page is available right now at jerryjspowerpage.com for Aqueduct. We're wrapping it up today, and hopefully we'll be back tomorrow. God willing, Crick don't rise. One more thing to say, and Jerry's going to say it. Hey! Have a great race day, everybody.